Raw, uncut, and unapologetic. Welcome to Men Talking Mindfulness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Men Talking Mindfulness. I'm one of your hosts here, John McCaskill, and I'm alongside my brother from another mother, my good friend and co-host, Will Schneider. Today, we're going to dive deep into a topic that's really sensitive to probably a lot of our listeners and and specifically our men. Uh, We're going to dive into... The, the powerful and often misunderstood emotion of anger. And it's an emotion we've all felt, and it can have significant effects, impacts on ourselves, but also on our most cherished relationships and the people that we most cherish, like physiologically and emotionally. What does it do to the people on the other end of this anger, right? And we're going to be discussing anger, how it manifests in us, the ripple effects it has on those we love, and what we can do about it. So let's start this journey of understanding and managing our anger to build stronger, healthier relationships. That all said, I'm going to turn it over to that brother from another mother that I mentioned, <laughs> Will Schneider. Will, good to see you, brother. How you been? <laughs> That's me. That's me. I'm Will Schneider. Hi, John. Uh, good to be back. Episode three of season eight. Amazing. And I'm glad we're talking about this very important topic because I don't think we, we can have enough awareness around anger, especially around men, because it is like the number one identifier, the number one emotion that men often often express. So I'm excited to dive into that today. Um, yeah. So, hey, get some uh, MTM merch. Uh, we need more merch on more bodies out there. So get a hat, get a t-shirt. Or maybe just have a mug for your desk would be cool too. Or we have stickers, stickers. as well. Yeah. Yeah, there you, there you go. It's thick. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So beautiful. Uh, and you, if you want to pick up or, or just support the show, would you right go to mentalkingmindfulness.com slash shop. Uh, that's mentalkingmindfulness.com slash shop uh, and check out all that we have there. We really appreciate your support. Uh, we have a retreat, retreat, retreat uh, coming up May 16th to the 19th in Colorado Springs. It's our Be Well to Lead Well retreat. That's May 16th to the 19th in Colorado Springs. Uh, we only have about 10 spots left. So sign up. Um, this is going to be our third retreat and we're excited for you to join us. Um, and you can actually, uh, text us at a B well, that's the letter B W E L L at 33777. Uh, if you want more information on that retreat, uh, so once again, that's B well, B W E L L at 33777. Um, awesome. Also, uh, do you know that John and I do uh, keynote speaking engagements and mindfulness and wellness workshops. If you're interested in having one of us speak or the two of us putting uh, putting on a workshop for your team together, please reach out to us. Uh, you can reach both of us at team at mentalkingmindfulness.com. So, hey, if you want to speak with you, work with your company, help create more of a human and health-centric uh, focus in your business, uh, then hit up team at uh, mentalkingmindfulness.com. And please subscribe. We got, we're on TikTok, YouTube. IG, um, and I'm on X as well. Uh, you can find it that at mentalkingmindfulness.com. And again, hey, thank you for being here, for tuning in, for sharing our podcast, for helping us grow. And uh, let's just jump in and get more mindful. Uh, but first, we'll take a little pause. Let's just focus. Like we're gonna, we do these breathing practices to ground the to ground uh, the show. But also, uh, you know, if you're feeling a little angry, a little frustrated, just doing this simple three breathe three breaths we're gonna do right now can make a massive impact and shift you into different results. So uh, whatever you're doing, maybe close the eyes if that's possible. Exhale the breath out, everybody, and get really empty as you completely exhale. Feel your body for a moment on the emptiness and that pause. 
and take a big breath in. Exhale out the mouth nice and slow. Like a cool breeze and a beautiful, warm, relaxing summer day. And again, in breath. Let it go. And I take that inhale. And as we fill, it's like an opportunity for a new moment. And the exhale is how you begin to express yourself in that moment. Calm, relaxed, smooth, easy. I am here. I am present. That kind of quality of breathing. Beautiful. Good. And uh, they make some gentle, easy micro movements. Uh, and we can come back and um, let's discover and talk a little bit more about anger, John. Yeah, man. Uh, well, a couple things before we jump into that. Uh, you've probably noticed that we're streaming in a different format, different background. Hey, Will and I are constantly trying to make the show better for our listeners and for our viewers. For our listeners that don't see what I'm talking about, maybe tune in on, on YouTube or on, on Instagram. We're going to ideally start to stream this on Instagram as well, which is the driving factor behind changing the format because now we're in, uh, what is it, portrait mode instead of landscape mode. Um, and we've also got some really beautiful backgrounds that Will and, and his executive assistant designed. Uh, so hopefully this uh, is coming across well for you guys. Uh, that said, that that background, that blue makes me think about how cold it is outside my <laughs> office right now. It's negative 10 degrees with a windshield of negative 35. Um, but the inside the office is also cold. It's 60 degrees in here, which is why I'm Oof. still rocking my jacket. I guess the, uh, wow. the heater can't keep up with that freezing cold, uh, which also makes me think of anger. Um, you know, the, the cold attitude that can be anger, right? Mm -hmm. we, we, heard, we hear people talk about a cold shoulder and everything else. Well, the, the, the reason we're having this show is, uh, uh, you know, I feel as a father, uh, there are times when I do get angry, even, even as a mindfulness practitioner. Mindfulness does not make you immune to anger. It does not make you immune to stress, but it does change your relationship with anger mm -hmm. and with stress and with anxiety and a lot of other things. But I've, I've noticed that there, there are times when I get angry, I see that it not only physiologically and emotionally changes how I show up in the world, but also the person that receives the anger that I'm putting out there, whether it's my wife, whether it's my children, whether it's a friend, mm. colleague. So I wanted to have this conversation about what anger does to us and our partners in our most important relationships. And when I say partners, it's, that's generic. It's, it's wives, spouses, friends, family, children, co-hosts. It's co you know. yes. Co-hosts. <laughs> uh, Will and I were, we're going back and forth. This one's pre-recorded cause uh, I'm having to work the day that we normally go live and Will and I were going back and forth before this changing the background and making it all happen. But we didn't get angry at one another, which is good. Yeah. But uh, I'm yeah. sure there's times yeah. when Will has gotten angry at me and, and I'm sure there's times that I've gotten angry at him. And what does it do? What does it do to us? And what does it yeah. do to our, our partners? So that's I, I felt it was uh, important to understand that that anger is not uh, an emotion that only affects you, right? As the person getting angry, it, it affects everyone around you uh, physically and emotionally. And I wanted to kind of unpack that and and so that people understand what anger, what the effects are, the ripple effects, right, yeah. uh, with anger. And um, 
there was one other piece I'm forgetting right now. I'm sure it'll pop back into my mind here in a second that I, that I wanted to make sure I covered. Oh, yeah. Anger. We've talked about it before. Like when when Will and I were first starting the show, I think we did a whole series on on emotions, uh, you mm-hmm. know, five or six weeks. And, and one of them was anger. Um, but it was, you know, very surface level. And one of the things that we talked about is that anger is a secondary emotion, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, if you really take a step back from your anger, what is what's it stemming from? It doesn't just come out as itself. It's coming from fear. It's coming from embarrassment. It's coming from um, perceptive uh, or per- perceived slights, those types of things. So that's uh, that's what I wanted to make sure we talked about as well is, is anger in and of itself is really a, a secondary emotion. And to unpack it and talk about those triggers, which we'll talk about here later in this episode, yeah. and, and then and then taking a step back and, and addressing those triggers in a healthier way so um i want to talk about that that's why i i want to talk about it and then you know we always start with a definition of the word uh will do you want to jump into that yeah yeah uh well, well at the top i just want to say what, what you said or in the, at the top was like it is it is natural right i mean yeah. we're tr- and so it's not like it's anger is not wrong you know, necessarily, it's just it's just part of the human experience. Yeah. Um, but but is are are you controlling your anger? Or is your anger controlling you? Right. Mm, <laughs> Again, yeah. we're always putting in our, ourselves into that space, right? Or into that. That's what the show is about. That's what mindfulness is about. It's like, am I aware? And if I'm aware, right, I can make a change. If I'm unaware, then I'm screwed. Right. right. I get into all the problems and all the things that anger does to us physio- physiologically and emotionally, and then we be- we behave based on anger, and then it just turns into a big fucking mess. So um, <laughs> that you know, so uh, various. Oh, so do we got um, define uh, anger. Um, uh, defining okay, anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. It can manifest as annoyance, rage, fury, or resentment. Um, you know, the opposite of anger uh, is pleasure and good humor, and often and are, are often considered the opposites of anger, um, representing a calm and content state of mind. Right. So this is like I love setting right in the beginning. Right. Anger, like just like we have been always. We know when we're not our best selves and we're expressing rage or fury or resentment or being hostile or, you know, being a malcontent in some ways, you know, but then the other side, it's like, I think what's nice is like, what, where do you want to guide yourself to with this awareness? Right. And, uh, we're naturally our best selves when we're calm, we have a content state of mind, we're more relaxed, we're more breath oriented instead of anger oriented. So it can really make a big difference. Um, so, um, yeah, um, yeah, something that I've started doing, uh, I'm not a big transcendental meditation guy. I'm not against it. Uh, I just haven't mm-hmm. personally gotten a whole lot about a whole lot out of it. I know a lot of other folks have gotten a ton out of it and it, it millions very of powerful people, yeah. millions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I have started to delve a little bit into it with a mantra and it's, it's even less of a mantra. It's just one single word and, and it's patience patience or uh i I will also play with the word expectations um we've we've done episodes on um you know managing stress and anxiety around the holidays and a lot of that stress and anxiety comes from expectations the word expectations what what are we expecting about um the the holidays and then when we go into this party it doesn't match those expectations and then we get upset and and you really boil it down to life 
I mean, all these other triggers that we're going to talk to, talk about here shortly, it really boils down to expectations, like mm. your expectations yeah. of what your children are going to do, and they not and they're not doing it. You <laughs> you expect what traffic is going to look like, and it looks completely different. You expect yeah. what a show like our, our show, like maybe we expect it's going to go awesome, and it doesn't, and we get angry about it. Um, it, it really boils down to expectations, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then having the patience to understand that a lot of your expectations are unrealistic and coming back to another episode that we've done before on narcissism, if you think that the world revolves around you and that everything is going to fit your expectations, that's being narcissistic. And, yeah. uh, you know, maybe maybe taking a step back and understanding, hey, guess what? The world doesn't revolve around you. Yes, mm-hmm. you, you're a wonderful person. I, I, I believe you're a wonderful person. Will, I believe you're a wonderful person. Our listeners and watchers, I believe you are wonderful people. But we mm-hmm. all have to understand that the world doesn't revolve around us and our expectations are rarely going to meet reality. So, mm. yeah, just a well, little... So I mean, let's just, no, no, I'm absolutely with you. Like, and I understand that those expectations, that's what, that's what screws me. That's when I get angry. That's when I get angry. It's yeah. like when things, you know, I put you know, a story in my mind about this is the way things should be, you know, and then they don't meet those expectations. And all of a sudden my, you know, like my, my ego gets insulted. And it's like, yeah. oh, oh, why isn't this matching? Like who, how I want, you know, Will Schneider's world to be, <laughs> you know, you're always going to be, you know, like uh, frustrated. You're always going to be angry angry you're always going to be not definitely showing up as your best self because what happens when you know we we get into a state of anger and we let anger actually kind of i think it's a key distinction let anger get the best of us right mm. there's there's a moment right but we have to be able to find that moment that gap you know in that stia process right stia, like what is yes. the you know what's the trigger right or what's the stimulus right and if we practice and we get more calm and understand our breathing which is a huge elixir uh for anger um then we can control more of our thoughts our emotions and and our um and our actions in that regard that's that's the stia process real quick that that will mention s-t-e-a for those of you who have not listened to our episodes with dr seth hickerson stia is the stimulus and that drives a thought that thought drives an emotion and that emotion drives an action. And if you can inject a pause in between the stimulus and the thought, that's going to change the thought, which changes the emotion, which changes the action. Sorry, right. Will, I just want yeah, to make No, that's okay. I mean, and that's the way every, you know, healthy human brain works. It goes through this entire process. But with our awareness and practice, we can hack in and change the outcome, change the thoughts, change the feelings, change the actions. Uh, but when we are, when we are t- deeply triggered, and, and like get to know your triggers like you know yeah. uh, you know and they're really important because that's where it starts like if you know that this person triggers you this environment triggers you you know this particular you know sound or whatever triggers you then how can you avoid those triggers so you don't kind of slip down the rest of the stia slope if you will right. uh, because when we are angry anger we're in amygdala hijack and our amygdala is putting all sorts of uh, cortisol and adrenaline are the major hormones that are involved when we're angry and then we you know we, we that's when we literally lose our mind right and we yeah. just start behaving as as an angry person you know and when how do angry people behave you know they 
you know, they fight back. They can be, you know, violent with their words or their actions. Um, you know, they could be condescending, passive aggressive. Like, you know, uh, there's so many different expressions of anger. I mean, what are yours? Like, those of you here listening, it's like, what are your common expressions of anger? And, you know, and it probably changes, like, how, you know, how does anger show up at work? How does anger show up in my, you know, in my close relationships? Like, how does anger show up, you know, when I'm with myself? You know what I mean? Like, how are you with yourself as far as anger? Yeah. You know, how is that showing up? You know, and that's that's a great indicator of where else it's showing up too. It's just kind of just analyze yourself to start would be a great thing to do. Right. Um, you know, and, and these emotions like and these, I guess, almost like tertiary emotions can lead to guilt and anxiety and depression. Um, you know, so it can really build upon itself in a very negative way. Um, uh, but you can stop it. You can stop it. Um, yeah. What am I missing here, John? Well, yeah, you know, I just want to come back to the the amygdala hijack, right? And, and yeah. what 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 is that? So the amygdala is is kind of in charge of our sympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic mm-hmm. one is there for fight, flight, or freeze, and then the parasympathetic side is the other side. That's the rest and digest side of our nervous system. That's mm-hmm. where we want to live more often. But that right. amygdala hijack, you know, it does trigger that fight fight or flight response. Or, or actually more accurately reaction and that increases mm. our, our heart rate and our blood pressure and you talked about it leading to the guilt um, and uh, the yeah. anxiety and the depression but then behaviorally what what do we do that what's the action piece right in that mm. in that stia process so the stimulus thought emotion and action what does it do well it, it can result in aggression um, it can break down the, the communication that we have we talked about uh, crucial conversations we had a whole episode on crucial mm. conversations mm. and how a lot of the time when we go into a conversation we're going in to have just that a conversation but as soon as we get the amygdala hijack now the goal of the conversation is to win, to win. And we don't we don't hear what right. the other people are saying. We really get this communication breakdown. And uh, what else? Um, uh, impaired decision making. Uh, I Ooh. know when I've taken a step back after getting angry. So now I've, I've taken a step back, but it's too late. I've gotten <laughs> angry and I've done something. I've reacted. I've yelled. I've used words I wouldn't normally use, whatever. Um, that, that is impaired decision-making. And then I take that step back and I look and I'm like, oh my gosh, I turned into a monster. And mm-hmm. that that's too late at that point. Now yeah. I, need to, I need to catch myself in the act um, and what I'm doing to myself physiologically and emotionally. But then on the receiving end, um, I went to uh, a... a I don't know if it was a retreat. I guess it is a retreat. It was a retreat that I helped to uh, facilitate uh, a month and a half back for the the foundation called All Secure, the All Secure Foundation. It's for special operators uh, founded by a, a former Delta Force guy. And um, he was talking with his wife on stage and they were talking about secondary post-traumatic stress injury. Mm. And I like to call it post-traumatic stress injury because that's literally what I feel it is. And, and, and it, it has uh, – there's science behind it. It is a physical injury to your brain um, when you get this post-traumatic stress. But secondary post-traumatic stress injury, what is that? It's, it is when somebody that is having post-traumatic stress injury um, complications or challenges and they inflict similar – complications or challenges on somebody else in their relationship and then that could be a spouse it could be a friend it could be a family member another family member but Mm. 
what are we doing? We are causing them that guilt, that anxiety, that depression that we talk about, the, the emotional sides. And then the physiological side is we're causing them to go into fight, flight or freeze. And we're increasing right. their heart rate and their blood pressure. And now we're causing them to have aggression and communication breakdown and impaired decision making. So it's, it's a, it is a literal trickle down effect there. Yeah. What happens to us, we're, we are causing the same thing to happen to somebody else. And if you truly yeah. love somebody, take a step back and say, you know what? I really love this person. Do I want to inflict that injury, that harm on them? Of course yeah. not. Of course we don't. Right. So, right. you know, that's that's where it can really get into uh, what, the, what the body does to ourselves um, and then what we do to others, their bodies, their minds, their, their nervous systems. Well, it creates like, uh, well, it creates an environment, right? Creates an environment within, yeah. right? And that environment is like fucking like, you know, it's like a, it's, it's like a heavy storm or a blizzard or like, you know, a massive thunderstorm just rolling inside of us. But it also creates that same environment on the outside. You know, I mean, we, we are, we're energetic beings and anger has a frequency just like authenticity or vulnerability right and they're picked up by other people and when you're expressing uh the frequency of anger you know you're sending these vibes out into the world that creates like an external environment you know and and what does it do you know to people in that environment like i know like i gotta either stand my ground or you know get out of there or defend myself in some way you know like i you know uh Rumi says uh you know beyond the ideas of right doing and wrong doing and and that part right there talks about that game of who's right that I, that i've said many times in the show it's like you know we're that's like kind of the ego's way of expressing itself in the world is always trying to be right or you know what i mean or or, or just kind of show that it's the utmost importance but beyond the idea of right doing and wrong doing and that's where we can get really angry and frustrated and things can get really get heated if you keep like in that conversation and keep growing into that feeling but beyond those feelings is a field. Mm. And he says, I'll meet you there. And that's yeah, where, that. That, yeah, exactly. And that's where, you know, that's where we are our best, right? That is the field of new opportunity, right? Instead of, you know, going back to the, the war of wrongdoing and right doing, right? We're just going to take it to the same results because, you know, there's no new opportunity there if, if you're hijacked by anger or just hijacked emotionally anyway, right. um, you know, but through that amygdala hijack, um, you know, I have like, you know, what, John, I have, uh, here and it, this might just kind of set the tone for the rest of the conversation. I use this, this understanding anger. I did a, uh, when I did my betterment project back here in New York in September for my, uh, for the work I was doing to get that uh, certificate with, uh, with Stanford University being ambassador of compassion, you know, one thing I, I, as I was researching, understanding anger, uh, it says, and I just looked this, I just pulled this up as we were coming to this episode. I'm like, Oh, this would be perfect. Yeah. You know, so anger, anger is wrongly perceived as manly, mm. which I thought is interesting, right? It's a dangerous emotion, which we're talking about. It's toxic to you and others, which we just mentioned as well. Anger is suffering. Think about that. You're suffering when you're angry. Um, is often used as justification for violence and aggression, right? Um, And uh, it's frequently, I I love this one, it's frequently me-oriented, selfish and judgmental. Yeah, right. again, coming back to the narcissism. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that was really hit me. It's like, wow, it's really actually, it's a selfish way of expressing yourself, which, you know, and in that expression, it's just like, oh, the world's not meeting my needs. I'm like, you know, coming back to what you said, expectations earlier, it's just like, it's such a slippery slope. Um, It uh, often anger sickens the mind, alienates others and destroys relationships. We've all experienced this, I'd imagine. Um, Often derives from self-absorption. Again, this whole me thinking and, you know, the narcissistic is one way uh, to express anger and uh, derives from holding on to righteous positions, right? Like, I'm right, you're wrong. Coming back to that game. Um, And the last one here is anger gets in the way of any new possibilities other than other than the results than one other than the, the one that results in conflict. So uh, those are some notes I had on anger for my workshop. But um, well, yeah, I mean, the I, I like the the fact that you mentioned anger is thought of as manly. Right. And I think that's what yeah. one of the reasons we did the original episodes on anger is that it is one of the emotions that is acceptable um, for men. Right. So we can't yeah. cry. We can't show embarrassment. We can't show fear. So what's the alternative to those those emotions that we supposedly can't show is anger. So if we're scared, rather than showing fear, we show anger and false bravado. Um, mm. If if we're sad, rather than showing that we are upset, we get angry and we start yelling and breaking things, right? Throwing things and breaking things. And that makes us feel like we're manly. But let me tell you, yeah. losing your temper, yes, it's it's human. And, and I'm not saying that Will and I don't lose our tempers and I'm not saying that, the, you know, you as a listener are wrong for ever losing your temper, but controlling your temper, let me tell you, there's nothing stronger than that on this planet. Um, and I don't want to say more manly because there's very many strong women that listen to this show too, and they demonstrate, mm-hmm. they demonstrate patience and control over their anger. And that is true strength right there. Um, yeah. Um, when, when it, when it's right, when it's right now, we, there's also, I want to, um, we will talk about, you know, when being angry is, is right. When being angry yeah. is healthy and expressing that anger. And, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but I want to talk about, you know, a little bit more about those triggers and what fuels it. And, uh, mm. I know you added in, into the notes, you know, alcohol can exacerbate Ooh. anger, um, but preconceived notions and expectations. And I know you want to come back to that, that alcohol in a second. Yeah. One, of, one of the things mm-hmm. for me is making sure that I'm taking care of myself, self-care. Mm-hmm. So I know we're talking about being a narcissist, but also we need, we need to take care of ourselves. And specifically for me, if I am tired, yeah. Or if I'm hungry and uh, like hangry, right? We've all heard the term hangry yeah. before. Uh, I get hangry. And if, if something happens that is not meeting my expectations after I am already tired or after I am already hungry, uh, man, uh, I resort to the, I don't know, the, the limbic system. I go back to the limbic system and, and my, my brain kind of shuts down and everything my anger takes over um but luckily i have been practicing mindfulness and meditation and i notice when i'm tired and i notice when i'm hungry and i can take some breaths and step back and say you know what i need to go just take a nap or i need to rest for a minute or i need to get something in me as far as food yeah Uh, but what else what else can exacerbate that anger will um you talk about the alcohol piece 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, alcohol for sure. Like, you know, I, uh, I mean, I'm, I can, I tend to be like a happy drunk personally, <laughs> or like a happy buzzed person. You know, like I just want to have more fun, I guess, and you know, and get a little silly. Um, but you know, I know other people I know very close to me, like, you know, one, you know, one drink or half a drink, and and they kind of shift into. Mr. Hostility or Mrs. Hostility, mm-hmm. and it's like, and and it, it, it is almost, it's uh, it's it's sad to see this transformation occur almost uh, immediately uh, to people that I know, and like, and and like everything becomes a problem, like, uh, and it and it and it just and it it just I don't want to be around in those situations. I don't want to be hanging out. I don't. I'd rather just escape um, and and go like I'd rather spend alone time than, yeah. than just be like what trying to walk on eggshells you know for for this particular person's you know selfishness is you know what we're understanding uh anger to be you know in some ways so very me oriented uh and yeah it's i mean the sleep thing is a big deal really big deal you, you know and uh um that because that, that just that, you know if we don't have that good deep sleep which rests the body if we don't have that REM sleep which helps yeah. to relax and prune the mind of its stress um, uh, you know we wake up and, and we're already starting the day with like you know uh, one step back um, and it's 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 just it's just hard to recover from that and and also you mentioned food and and uh, you know some foods can be very inflammatory and I was reading a little article uh, in WebMD. Um, before we started, you know, talking about like they did the study on like two inflammatory markers and, um, you know, when, inf- when these markers increased, uh, in their, uh, in, in their numbers, you know, anger would increase. So, and, and definitely there's, there's food that can create inflammation in our body and that inflammation could, can lead or, or, or could put you in the position that you might be feeling anger more often. You know, yeah. so there is like, you know, it's not always just like what we're feeding our mind and what's going on in the environment, but it's also, you know, are we nourishing our body properly? Are we, are we sleeping? Are, you know, all the things that, you know, you know, we almost should have like anger hygiene, John, you know? Oh man. <laughs> right? You just coined you a new term, man. Yeah. I love right, it. Right, like, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, cause it's just like, so what do you need to not be angry? Yeah the fucking next day or during the day, you know what right. I mean? And like anger hy- hygiene, I think we just coined this term, John, yeah. you know, could be like, you know, like what about like, how about also John is like keeping a healthy body. Yeah. Right. If you know, that's one way to prevent anger. Like if you have an out, that's a great outlet to express all that BS, you know, right. that might be kind of r- rattling inside us going, you know, taking that walk or going to the gym and like grunting it out a little bit, you know, like, you know, we had uh, oh shit. What was, I can't believe it his name uh uh he did the every man the second one every man uh thing not not mark jeff uh, jeff harris jeff yeah he fucking would <laughs> his dad gave him a punching bag <laughs> yeah yeah and he would just beat on this punching bag get all this stuff out you know and he was just a much uh from you know uh from what i remember he was just a much more easier person to be around when he was able to do this every day you know yeah, he, and, and, he, he's uh, a self uh self-proclaimed asshole um and and uh <laughs> I, we, my wife and i had dinner with he and his wife uh, i don't know a couple uh, weeks ago and and uh, she was telling me that uh he is much less of an asshole <laughs> she didn't say he's not one but she said he's much 
much less of one uh, because he's practicing uh, these things. Jeff, shout out to you, brother. Yeah. I know you're a listener yes. and, and we appreciate uh, Jeff you. Harris. Yeah, yeah that's Jeff right. Harris. Thank you, Jeff. So, uh, yeah, yeah and, and with that anger, uh, anger hygiene, um, you know, the self-care, <laughs> uh, one thing that I know many of us do, and I've been guilty of this in, in the past, is, is we put ourselves into a reactionary stance before we get out of bed. And what I mean by that is... Um, our alarm clock goes off and our alarm clock, uh, depending on what type of alarm clock you use, that is you react to that. So you're already getting into a, uh, a state of sympathetic reaction. Um, and then a lot of us use our phones as our alarm clock. Our phone's right here as our alarm clock. And then we lay there in bed after already reacting to the alarm clock and then we jump on social media and we jump on email and we jump on bank accounts and whatever else and all of this is putting us into a reactionary stance further into a reactionary stance before we ever get out of bed um so that that's setting us up to get angry before we've even had our first cup of coffee <laughs> yeah right off well, the, 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 the self-care well, well, man yeah, self-care. Well, I mean, what is, you know, so thinking about like what what can stir, what's, what are some of the things that stir anger in you or bring you anger, you know, and mm. we talk about like, so the environment that you're in, you know, like, uh, you know, whether, you know, a place that you work or something like that, uh, you know, let me just, let me take a step back. So come back to social media, right? Like yeah. that could be a great, an incredible, they call it doom scrolling, right? Yeah. When you're, yeah. when you feel doom, like, you know, like a secondary reaction might be anger, right? Because it's like, oh, the world is so right. full of injustice and whatever. And like, you know, and it just puts you in, you know, like when you're in, you know, you come back to that, um, you know, the victim versus abundant mindset, victim versus hero, right? Yeah. If you're going to be the victim, that victim is going to be laden with tons of anger and yeah. regret and all sorts of negative emotions that do not access your potential, but actually dim your light and limit your potential significantly. And you keep putting you in the same situations and you keep yielding the same results, right? So, uh, you know, but so what, what can you do, right, um, to eliminate things that, that create anger. Social media is a great, a great one. Like yes. you know, if you win your morning, right, you're going to have an opportunity to win your day. What does it look like to win your morning? Yeah. Right. Like for me, I'm doing this, uh, and I got all my students now, I got them all this five minute journal in the morning and the five minute journal starts with, and, and you know, it's, it starts the quote, like, you know, a nice quote of the day. Um, uh, it says, Hey, three things you're grateful for. What a great yep. elixir for, you know, for anger, yeah. great gratitude, gratitude instead of like, Gratitude. Uh, and the other one, three items that asked is like, what will make today great? Right. Think about like when you, what's going to make today great? What does it mean to have a great day? Right. Um, and the other, you know, one of the questions that asked, it's like, you know, what's an affirmation for the day? And that could be another way to self-talk on the inside, you know, and it'd be like, you know, whatever that is instead of, because uh, you, you begin to take control of your mind right in those very first moments of the day. You're going to have uh, you know, just a better opportunity to not slip down that slope of just doing the same things over and over. Right. Um, yeah. I want to come back to uh, something you said is is understanding the environment that you're in, right? So yeah. Yeah. The, the, a lot of the time, it's also not just the environment that you put yourself in, but your perception of the environment that you put yourself in, right? So, I mean, some of us could be in a, a beautiful like on a beautiful beach and, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful physical environment. 
but for some reason we're we're angry already and now we're like oh this dang sand is hurting my toes or i don't know we'll find something to be angry about in the environment right. that we're in even if the environment is beautiful and that can be a physical yeah. environment but it could also be an emotional environment it could, it could be a relationship mm-hmm. uh environment that we're in and we're highlighting the negative aspects of these relationships or environments because it feeds our anger and validates the emotion that we're already feeling mm-hmm. so maybe taking a step back and saying hey am i am i truly perceiving this environment negatively or am i making myself feel that i perceive it negatively um and that's kind of working your way out of it and maybe the way to do that is by doing exactly what you just said and expressing some gratitude saying you know what i'm, I'm thankful for this relationship that i'm in i'm thankful for my spouse for my friend for my children Coming back to Jeff Harris, this is going to turn out to be the Jeff Harris show. Uh, <laughs> something that he says all the time is, is rather than I have to, he says, I get to. I get yes. to do this. And changing that framework in your mind, reframing, that can change your perspective. And in changing your perspective, you can come out of that anger, per- perhaps. Not necessarily, but perhaps. But some of the other ways of preventing that anger, and you talked about some already, Will, uh, you know, getting out, mm-hmm. working out, getting into the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe staying off your phone and staying off social media for uh, a period, staying off news media, you know, depending on yeah. depending on your political stance. If you watch X channel, then you're going to get angry. Or if you're on the other side of the, the, the aisle and you watch Y channel, then you're going to get angry. So, you know, check your uh, check your news media consumption. Uh, positive self-talk can be very helpful. Obviously, the show is Men Talking Mindfulness, so practicing some level of mindfulness and or meditating. That's self-care, coming back to self-care. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if you need to, if it's really getting to a, a point that you're struggling with anger, seeking that professional help, going out and getting counseling. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah. absolutely imperative. And, and, and that takes some humility, understanding that you're not perfect and that you need help. But that humility is also another sign of strength, vulnerability, as Brene Brown always talks about. Brene Brown um, in her Netflix special, in her in her uh, TED Talk and all her amazing books is talking about what a strength vulnerability is and asking for help is a sign of vulnerability. Um, so I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I think like you take an inventory. Like if you're an angry person, thank you for mentioning like I would – Every guy that's listening out there that thinks like, you know, therapy is for weaklings or for lesser men or for, you know, a bunch of yeah. fairies or something like that. I mean, it's just, it's the dumbest thinking. And yeah, it's, it's some of the dumbest thinking I've ever heard in my life. And yeah. it's so negative. It keeps us from, you know, maturing as, our masculinity as a whole. Uh, we've had uh, at least one episode, Shauna, Dr. Shart, Shauna Springer, about men in therapy. Yep. Um, and so it could just be just to talk about your anger and to become, in the process of talking about your anger, becoming more aware of the things we're talking about, the triggers, the environments, but also how anger is destroying your life. It, it is something that, you know, it is useful in very, I'd, I'd say, very select few times in our lifetime. Anger yeah. is actually probably a, a, the, the right thing to express. Most of the time, probably 90-some percent of the time, it is not the best you know, way to go about things. Um, but if you just even take a – after you listen to this episode, take five minutes and then uh, you know, write out like 
when do I most often express anger? And then it's just like, how does that anger show up? Right. And then it's just like, what is anger preventing me from? You know, what is anger destroying in my life? What relationships? What is it doing for my work? What opportunities am I missing because of it? Because, I, you know, I have in the notes here, it's like, you know, that uh, anger is the theft of opportunity. Yeah. You know, if you're locked into this mindset of this selfishness and like, oh, the world's not meeting my needs, so I got to throw a freaking tantrum. You know, it's like, you know, that's like, and you might have just right next to you or the person that you're talking to could be the person that you've been looking for for years to help move your business, your life onto the next step. But because you're close, like that's one thing about anger. It just, it just, it, it puts not only, it puts your shield up, right? But it starts to put, and I love this term. I heard it a long time ago. It paints an em- enemy image on someone else. Because you need to protect yourself against somebody. That guy's the problem or that situation's the problem. And I need to like bring up all of my weapons that I've gained over my lifetime in order to defend myself in this in this perceived hostile situation. And it probably all those feelings have absolutely no basis in the reality of what's right. going on in the moment. Right? It's yeah. like, it's so destructive. It is. Uh, and and you know, you talked about um, anger being wrong in 90 percent. i mean obviously that's a that's a statistic yeah, we kind of pulled out of our air out of the area right? right but but i understand from our that. from our experience though you know right. from my experience right. like oh, when yeah. i when i express anger it's mostly fucking useless but yeah but 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 we've talked about it being a, a human response human reaction quite often and, and quite often it's a secondary response uh or secondary emotion um when can anger be that when that 10%, right? 15%, whatever it is, when is it actually appropriate? And I, I was doing a, a meditation recently on anger. It's on the app insight timer. And, uh, at the very beginning, she, she, the, the guided, the guide guiding me through the meditation. She says that there are a few times when anger is a healthy emotion and it's, times of injustice uh you know like like the civil rights movement i mean we are recording this on martin luther king day right here right and and i'm sure that many who were involved in the civil rights movement were angry and that anger um at times was expressed in in a very healthy way and it led to positive changes in the country, in the world for that matter. Um, yeah. So there, there are times when uh, if it's a, I think perceived injustice, injustice or, or a literal injustice, um, that is when I believe anger is an appropriate emotion as long as, as long as we can express it in a healthy way, you can still be angry, yeah. but Expressing it by, you know, throwing bottles and throwing tantrums, that's not that's not gonna get anything. That's not gonna have that that constructive uh, feedback, it's not gonna have it's not gonna lead to positive changes. Whereas if we are angry and we still practice some level of self-control, we can express that anger in a calm way. You can be angry and express it in a calm way, and quite often that can be more powerful. I remember growing up, uh, my parents didn't express anger a whole lot. The times they did, there were two forms of it. There, there were times that they yelled, and, and, and I mean, it wasn't no no kind of abuse, but yelling. But the times that my dad was angry at me, and he just looked at me, 
and he said, I'm disappointed. Mm. I tell you what, nothing hit home like that. Um, my mom yeah. doing the same thing. If my mom tells me that she's disappointed in me, no amount of yelling is going to drive home the point like that. So if we are angry and we can express it in a calm way, quite often the desire that we have, the desired effect of our anger can be more powerful if we express it in a calm, cool, and collected way. Yeah. Just, a, just a thought. Yeah. No, I, you know, and uh, another thing about anger too, to come back to what you said, like it could be, it could be a galvanizing force, right? Absolutely. But what is the force behind that anger, right? And if it's something like injustice, then it could be used in order to find solutions in order to overcome that injustice. But if it's anger that's being fueled by ignorance, you know, by, you know, we, we see this so much in politics. It's like by untruths, yeah. by you being lied to, by, you know, you being gaslighted or something like that. And it's like, whoa, I mean, it's, this is why these practices of mindfulness. And that's why, this is why meditation is so important, John, mm. because when I stop and get still and, and, and demand myself to just do the best I can to be present in the moment, uh, depending on the kind of meditation you're doing, right? But just, I, I suggest if anyone's out there, you know, and, and you want to take that first step to meditation, just do a simple breath meditation. Get to know your breath, right? This is like one of the, also the breathing, not just in meditation, but in general is a fantastic means to relax from the amygdala hijack and slow down that flood of cortisol and adrenaline, get grounded, put on like your, uh, you know, instead of your angry lenses, put on, you know, clear lenses and really see, you know, what is really going on in this situation. And then, you know, begin to move forward in that way. And this is the breath's going to help you. But how do you get to know the breath? Like, I mean, yes, you can, you can get to know the breath by, you know, going to the gym and working out and trying to, you know, um, breathe and, and walk on the treadmill or run. But what's really nice with the breathing uh, and meditating and breathing and understanding your breath through, utilizing breath to facilitate a meditation practice is because you get to know like how deep it can go, how you can control your breath, how it helps you to relax the mind and the body, how it puts you uh, into this present moment, how it, you know, clears that fog of distress or all, whatever kind of is bothering you, or at least you're aware that is bothering you and maybe it's not going to bother you as much. And, and this is like, you know, anger hygiene, I would say number anger one, hygiene. you know, like anger, right? <laughs> you can use it anywhere, John. It's ours, right? It's ours, man. It's been talking mindfulness right here. Uh, uh, you know, it's just like, I think one of the first steps is like own your day. One way to own your day is to get to get in touch with your breath, relax and get still for some time. And if you, you keep, you know, stacking up meditations every day, you're going to become naturally a less anger, angered and reactive person. Right. Uh, and you're going to, and in the process of doing that, uh, you're going to be, you're going to be more, af you know, people are going to like hanging out with you. You know, people are going to want to work with you. You know, you're not going to create that very hostile environment where, you know, there's people in my life, people that are very close to me that like, as soon as I like, and, and this is part of my problem too sometimes, like as soon as I know I'm going to see this person, I'm like, oh, mm. fuck. Like, I got to start walking on eggshells because, mm, yeah. like, who knows what kind of selfish attitude this guy has. And and it, and you say one thing, all of a sudden, you know, you're, fuck, man, I got to defend myself now. 
Right. You know, and I'm getting better just leaving the room and be like, you know what? You can take your anger and, you know, go kick a bunch of cats or something like that. Sorry. <laughs> don't, um, don't go kick cats. You know, <laughs> no, don't do no, that. I'm just, sorry. I'm not advocating violence, but you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, I, don't kick me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be kicked. Who wants to be kicked? Yeah. You know, and it's like, and, and how many times you can get kicked until you realize, you know what? Like, I just don't want to be around that person anymore. And right. if you're that person creating that relationship and creating that dynamic in your relationships, then I Again, go get some help. Go get some help. Go talk to somebody. Go work out. You know, stop eating like shit. Stop sleeping, sleeping like shit, you know, and realize like, you know, that you can control your life, but you have to take control in order to, you have to take the necessary steps in order to gain that self-control and that self-mastery that's needed. So you are not, um, you know, just putting vitriol and hate and rage in the world. You know, another thing I had here, John, it's like, you know, if you think, this isn't an important conversation. And you know, if you've gotten this far in the, in the broadcast, you think it is. But one way to maybe help other people it, and understand their anger, it's like, how do you want to be remembered? Like, mm. what's the legacy you want to leave? Legacy. You know, right? I mean, if you like, you know, if you have, you know, take a, take a moment, do this meditation, you know, it's like, imagine what people are going to say at your, fun- at your funeral. Do you want them to say like, oh, he was an angry asshole or like, oh, wow, he was kind and generous and, you know, helpful and whatever, you know what I mean? Like inspirational, right? I definitely don't want to remember his anger and I'm doing everything I can to establish a legacy. Men talking mindfulness is part of that legacy because I just want to contribute to society. Yeah, I want to remember it as, as somebody that has helped men, that has helped other people, you know, be better people. Yeah. That's it. You know, and uh, that could just be, yeah, thank you. That could just be a friendly hello and being kind to people instead of like, you know, like, oh, it's just, it's so, I'm getting angry just talking about anger, John. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Don't don't get angry talking about anger. Oh, yeah, you're right. I got to take a couple of breaths. Take a breath. Yeah, well, I think that's probably a a good place, good places to to wrap it up. And, uh, yeah. And I've actually got a, a meditation that uh, that I'll mm. guide us through. It's probably going to be a little bit longer than our typical ending meditation, but why not? Um, mm-hmm. So, if, you know, hey, you know, I just want to put out to, to our listeners and our viewers, for those who are experiencing anger, uh, you know, tune into the show because we do give tools. It may not be directly related to anger, but mindfulness, meditation, eating healthier, getting better sleep, that's all t- taking care of yourself. And as we've covered in the show, self-care can be hugely helpful in managing your anger. It's not going to eliminate it, but it, it can be helpful in managing it. And for those who have tuned in, for the show on you know video thank you for those who listen later in the podcast form thank you we appreciate you uh you know tune in to our 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 social media platforms that are out there uh give us a a review subscribe on the different social media platforms give us a review for the the podcast itself and then share it share it far and wide again not because we want to be uh famous influencers but because we feel (laughs) that the, the work that we are doing can greatly improve people's lives uh, you know, so if, if you do know someone who could benefit, share it with them. So that all said, uh, let's get into uh, let's get into the closing practice. And like I said, it's going to be a little bit longer than our typical closing practice. So let's uh, let's begin by getting comfortable and, you know, into a safe position, safe and comfortable position, safe and comfortable physically and emotionally, since we're talking about emotional control here. Let's begin by taking a few breaths, inhaling through your nose, filling your lungs completely, 
and then exhale slowly through your mouth. And with each exhale, imagine releasing some of that tension, some of that anxiety, some of that stress from your body. That tension, that anxiety, that stress can often be something that causes or exacerbates our anger. And now just feel your feet on the ground, your body supported by the chair or the floor if you're standing. And just ground yourself in this moment. In this place, in this time. And further turn your attention to the physical sensations in your body. And let's start from the top of your head. We'll slowly move down, all the way down to your toes. Scanning in between your head and your toes. Noticing any areas of tension. And pay particular focus to your jaw. Maybe you're clenching your jaw, mm. your neck, your shoulders. That's where my anger is, John. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your stomach sometimes. These are these are areas where anger can manifest physically as pain or tension. As you identify these areas, breathe into them. And probably wondering what I mean by that. Just breathe in and imagine that breath going to that area, that area of stress, of pain, of tension. And visualize that tension melting away with each exhalation. And then gently bring your mind to a recent challenge, a recent situation where you felt anger. And try to observe this memory as a, as a neutral spectator, almost an out-of-body experience, without judging or reliving the emotions. And acknowledge the anger that you felt and recognize that, that anger is a natural emotion but quite often we express that emotion irrationally. Just recognize the anger without judgment. And then ask yourself, what was underneath that anger? As we talked about on the show, often anger is the, a secondary emotion. It, it masks other feelings like hurt, fear, frustration, 
these are the feelings underneath anger. Breathe into these feelings, allowing yourself to acknowledge and accept them. And now turn your attention towards compassion. Start with yourself, self-compassion. Remind yourself that feeling anger is human and that you are doing your best. Extend this compassion outward. If another person was involved in your anger, imagine sending them thoughts of loving kindness, of peace and understanding. And now repeat silently to yourself. I release my anger to make space for peace and understanding. And I choose, I choose to respond with calmness and compassion. I release my anger to make space for peace and understanding. I choose to respond with calmness and compassion. And now as we come to a close, bring your awareness back to your breath, taking a few more deep conscious breaths, feeling the ground beneath you, the air on your skin, any sounds around you. And then start to bring some movement back into your body. Start gently rolling your head, your shoulders, maybe wiggling your fingers. And then when you're ready, start to blink your eyes open. And that, ladies and gentlemen, I know longer than my, my regular closing practice, but I thought it was appropriate. So you may have seen me kind of looking around while uh, Will was talking there for a second because I wanted to bring up the text for that because I remember remember how powerful that, that guided meditation was for me. And uh, mm-hmm. yes, um, thank you for uh, allowing me to lead you guys through that meditation. So Will, that, wrap it up, brother. No, that was great, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and. Yeah, uh, maybe go back and listen to this episode again. We've kind of packed it with a lot of different information in different ways that can help you avoid anger. You know, maybe just take that uh, little stock of like, you know, how is that little inventory of anger and how it's affecting your life, how it's affecting your decisions. Are you where you want to be or not because of anger? So, and this can just help inspire you to take those necessary steps and get the help that you need. And, uh, you know, if you need help, like, my God, like, I would love to help you. Right. I'm not a therapist, but I can definitely help you be, become more aware of your anger and, and, and utilize and uh, uh, begin to uh, wake up the practices that are needed to be more of that person that you envision and not the anger person that maybe you are. So um, awesome, John. Yeah, uh, always a pleasure, man. I, I love doing the brother. show and thank you. And I love our new visuals. And if I you're out it. there, 
you know, let us know what you think. Like, leave a comment. Like, do you like this new background instead of the black? Uh, we do, but we'd love to have your <laughs> feedback as well because this is your show as much as, right. as it is ours. So, uh, awesome, John. Thank you. Um, try not to get angry today, John. Okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta live the life that we're talking. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right, brother. Love you, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. For our audience. Peace. Until Peace. next time. Peace. Peace. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you walk away with some new tools and insights to guide you on your life journey. New episodes are being published every week, so please join us again for some meaningful discussion. For more information, please check out mentalkingmindfulness.com.